Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash achieve today. From Decrypt Media, this is the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Diemer. Today on the show, Crypto.com and FIFA, Yuga Labs and Vitalik and WorldCoin and your eyeballs. That's coming up today on the Decrypt Daily. Good morning, everybody. Welcome to the show. Today is Wednesday, March 23rd, 2022. What I'm about to say is not financial advice, but I feel bullish. I just feel really bullish. I feel like, have you ever woke up and you just feel that there's an energy in the air? And sometime when the crypto market, and again, I've been you know in the market since 2016, and I just feel the energy like swirling around the crypto space in different aspects. And this time I'm just feeling it. I'm just feeling bullish. Maybe that would punch me in the gut later today when some kind of horrible bearish news comes out. But just for the past couple of days, this whole week, I've been feeling just really bullish. I don't know if it's just the positive price action. I don't know. It really isn't doing that much. It really isn't like going crazy, but it's just going in a way where I just feel feel very confident in the market. I don't know. Again, this is not financial advice. I'm just telling you how I feel. I wonder if you feel the same way. Matthew Aaron at Crypto.co. Let me know. Let's get into those crypto prices and see how they're looking. Here comes the money. Here we go. Money talks. And I'm recording this at 10:10 Eastern Standard Time, and that is AM by the way. AM. Bitcoin is in at $42,150, down 1.7% in 24, but up 4% in 7. Ethereum is at $2,968, down 1.2% in 24, up 10% in 7. Tether's number 3, Binance Coin is at 403, down 1% in 24. And USDC is number 5. Rounding off the top 10, we have XRP, Cardano, Luna, Solana, and Avalanche. Total market cap, we're at $1.91 trillion. A BTC dominance of 41.7 and an F dominance of 18.5. And now it's time for Coin of the Day. Our Coin of the Day today is number 21 on Coin Market Cap. Cosmos, ticker Adam, ATOM. Price is $27.73. It's down 3.1% in 24. Its current market cap is $7.9 billion. And it doesn't show me its fully diluted market cap or its total supply. Adam's all-time high was set six months ago in September at $44.70. It's down only 38% since then. It is up from its all-time low of two years ago at $1.13. It's up 2,300% since then. You can buy it pretty much anywhere because it's a top 20 coin. It's number 21. We'll just call it top 20. We'll give it that extra bump. Binance, Coinbase, Kraken, Huobi, BitThumb, Binance.us. You can get it everywhere. Volume's good. Liquidity's good. You're solid if you're buying this coin, even in American markets. So what is Cosmos? CoinMarketCap says, in a nutshell, Cosmos builds itself as a project that solves some of the hardest problems facing the blockchain industry. 
It aims to offer an antidote to slow, expensive, unscalable, and environmentally harmful proof-of-work protocols like those used by Bitcoin by offering an ecosystem of connected blockchains. The project's other goal is making blockchains less complex and difficult for developers thanks to a modular framework that demystifies decentralized apps or dApps. Last but not least, an inter-blockchain communication protocol makes it easier for blockchain networks to communicate with each other, preventing fragmentation in the industry. Well, those are big words. Big words for a big name, Cosmos, with a little ticker. Atom, A-T-O-M, number 21 on CoinMarketCap. Moving into today's headlines. Cryptocurrency exchange Crypto.com, who is just loving staying in the news every single day, has been revealed as the sponsor for the upcoming FIFA World Cup to be held later this year in Qatar. Crypto.com will be the exclusive crypto exchange sponsor for the tournament, the most prestigious international tournament in the sport. Crypto.com's CEO Chris Marzalek said this, We could not be more excited to sponsor the FIFA World Cup, one of the most prestigious tournaments in the world, and to further drive awareness of Crypto.com globally. Through our partnership with FIFA, we continue to use our platform in innovative ways so that Crypto.com can power the future world-class sports and fan experiences throughout the world. Recently, last year and this year, Crypto.com has made big moves in sponsorships in sports. Philadelphia 76ers, Formula One, and of course, renaming the Lakers home to Crypto.com Arena. I'm reading the news with a little bit of sass today. Can you guys tell? I woke up super early this morning, just couldn't sleep, so I was up out of the bed by 5 and just reading the news early, very leisurely this morning with a cup of coffee in hand, dark roast. French press. Actually, it was medium roast today. Medium roast, French press. And I've been anxious to read this news today. So let's continue without my rambling, my caffeine-fueled rambling. Thailand's Securities and Exchange Commission, their SEC, announced that it will implement a ban on crypto payments starting April 1st, 2022. In a statement put out today, the regulator said that cryptocurrencies may affect the financial system stability, posing risk to the country's economy. Other risks highlighted by the SEC include a loss of value due to price volatility, cyber theft, and personal data leakage. The regulator added that cryptocurrencies such as Bitcoin may be used as a tool for money laundering. The regulator also added that it is not banning the use of crypto for investment purposes, just payments. Now, this is a very interesting article. Just bear with me with this one a little bit. So WorldCoin is set for a $100 million raise. WorldCoin is an Ethereum-based token aiming at distributing something like a universal basic income for all the world's people. To verify that the person is eligible for the free tokens, now these are free tokens, it uses the Orb, a device that scans irises to make sure that they're both real and they haven't already been scanned. So this Orb has already scanned around 450,000 people in about 20 countries. With another $100 million, they should be getting a lot more eyeballs scanned. The startup says that no other personal information is required to get scanned. The image is translated into data, and then the image is discarded. Edward Snowden weighed in on this and argued that it could be potentially abused since the hashes of those scanned are saved. And these hashes can match future scans. Okay, so let me explain a hash really quick. And let's just use, for example, just say it's the same hashing algorithm as Bitcoin the SHA-256 hashing algorithm. So let's just say I type something, say, I like bunnies, um, all lowercase letters. I like bunnies 
can get converted into a hash. It's a series of letters and numbers that will be unique to I Like Bunnies. If I changed I Like Bunnies to capital I, then Like Bunnies, the whole thing changes. It's impossible to decipher what the hash is to what the input is. The output is just totally unrelated. And if I put I Like Bunnies in all caps, it's going to be completely different again. Okay, so here's the thing. The hash is basically just data being outputted in a way that people don't know what the input was. And so Snowden has it right. We don't know what the eye of the iris looks like. We don't know what the iris looks like. But the data's there. And what's the difference between a unique iris and a unique code that's popping out? Sure, you don't know that this iris might belong to this person. I mean, maybe you do. But you know that this hash came from somebody's iris. And so whose iris is that? Whose hash is that? It's a unique hash that came out from some data points in somebody's iris, and which is totally unique. So I guess the question is, and I guess what Edward Snowden is trying to say is, what's the difference between the data stored in an eyeball form than a data stored in a hash form? It's the same thing, and it could be potentially abused. And if somebody scanned again and they make a match of the hashes, because if the inputs are the same, then the output hash is going to be the same, then they can confirm somebody's identity, and maybe that person won't even know it. Well, co-founder Sam Altman said this, I think WorldCoin is more privacy-preserving than centralized services we use today. All WorldCoin or anyone could ever tell is that somebody has already signed up for the service. The hash is cryptographically decoupled from the wallet and all future transactions. He continued to say, Experimentation with new approaches to privacy and identity seemed good to me. Anyone could decide what they want to use and not use. And I'm going to have a question to this and maybe pose a question to you. If you are giving somebody a UBI, and I guess this is for, I guess, poorer countries, people that might need a little extra money, and they're scanning their irises, and now it's eligible to, like I said before, eligible for free tokens, is it really a choice of what to use and what not to use? Would you be the only person in the whole, I don't know, city, village, town that didn't get airdrop free money? And I guess that's the other question. Is it really free if you get your eyeballs scanned and now they have a hash of your irises? Is it a big database of personal information that's just sitting there? No matter how you, I guess, put lipstick on the pig, it's still siloed data of your personal information? So I guess that's my two questions. Number one, do they really have a choice? I mean, if you need money and somebody's going to give you free money, all you have to do is this. Is it really a choice? Even though it is a choice... But is it really? And is it really free money? Matthew Aaron at Decrypt.co El Salvador's finance minister announced today that the Central American country has postponed issuing its much-anticipated Bitcoin-backed bond as it waits for market conditions to improve. The finance minister said that current market volatility and the war between Russia and Ukraine have prompted authorities to postpone the launch date, possibly until September. El Salvador's government originally planned to issue $1 billion in bonds to investors between March 15th and March 20. The government intends to convert $500 million into Bitcoin and use the other $500 million for infrastructure and Bitcoin mining. Investors hold on to the bond for at least five years, receiving dividends as El Salvador liquidates the BTC. Yuga Labs announced today that it has raised $450 million in a funding round led by, guess who, Andreessen Horowitz, bringing the Web3 company to a total valuation of, and Web3 company meaning Yuga Labs, to a total valuation of $4 billion. 
Coinbase, MoonPay, and FTX are also among the Web3 companies that contributed to the massive funding round, which this is Yuga Labs' first funding round to date. And as we know, Yuga Labs is the creator of Board Ape Yacht Club, Mutant Apes, and they also just bought CryptoPunks, their IP. Well, Vitalik weighed in on some, I guess, NFT and Board Apes in his Time article. Remember, he was on Time Magazine's cover, and one quote got the JPEG hodlers in a tissy when v- Vitalik said, The peril is that you have $3 million monkeys, and it becomes a different kind of gambling. There are definitely lots of people that are just buying yachts and Lambos. Ultimately, the goal of crypto is not to play games with multi-million dollar pictures of monkeys. It's to do things that accomplish meaningful effects in the real world. Well, that got people a little upset. By the way, the cheapest available board ape right now is about 101F or $304,000. Vitalik later clarified. He said, I don't hate apes. I just want them to fund public goods. What do you think of Vitalik's words? Matthew Aaron at Crypt.co. Startup Block Tackle has announced that it raised $5 million to develop a Solana-based skateboarding game called SpaceX with a team of experienced developers. The $5 million seed round was led by Play Ventures and Condensa Ventures. Skatex is an NFT-driven skateboarding game that will be built on Solana and will offer up one-of-a-kind skateboards as NFT collectibles, which are owned by the players and can be bought and sold as they please. But it also brings NFT owners into the community to help potentially influence the game along the way. Players can have a seat at the table and own NFTs that get them participating in community conversations as we build the game, said the co-founder. And then they get to skate on that board, compete, do tricks, quests, and challenges, and level it up. Guess he's a fan of Togi Hawk, right? Black Tackle will release the first 1080, 1080, get it, Solana NFT skateboards in April ahead of the game's own launch later this year, with more boards and board types to come. And finally, a lack of meteorological infrastructure in Africa means there's an absence of data. And this absence of data means weather forecasts are often inaccurate, and there are barely any early warning signs for cyclones, droughts, or floods. This deters both insurers and reinsurers from doing business in emerging markets, making insurance either unavailable or too expensive for the people who need it most. So, Lemonade Crypto Climate Coalition, funded by Lemonade Foundation, was formed to tackle this problem by solving three main challenges. And those three challenges are automating claim assessment, providing adequate funding, and accurately quantifying weather risks. Lemonade Crypto Climate Coalition brings together industry-leading partners with expertise in various fields to work together in solving these challenges. And those partners are Avalanche, Chainlink, and DowStack. Thank you very much for listening to this episode of the Decrypt Daily. My name is Matthew Deemer. I will be back tomorrow. Tomorrow will be Thursday. I'm excited to be back tomorrow. And until then, happy hodling, everyone.